Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. Steve Cypress here along with my huge, believe me, there is no trouble on either side of this podcast, Mr. Everett Fornell. <laughs> we had to fight off some lefty podcasters. They were trying to throw balloons and stuff at us. It was horrible. It was, uh, it was I condemn any violence on any podcast. I fully condemn it on both sides, the listeners and the hosts. The fault is equal on both sides whenever there's a crappy podcast. Oh, man. It's amazing. We are living in interesting times, my friend. We are, and yet that is not the topic of today's Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast episode, any of this nonsense with the whatever you think of the ridiculous Charlottesville, whatever was going on. We're talking about something else that's in the news lately with Donald Trump, because we do have 17 earth-shattering topics a week to pick from, and we're going to talk about this whole, these councils of CEOs that Trump put together when he first entered the White House of like a manufacturing council and a technology whatever the heck i mean it was a big dog and pony show because everyone knows i mean if you pay any attention to who was in these councils they are almost all anti-trumper ceos so they're not really listening to anything he says or having any respect for him and he of course being donald trump is not really listening to anything they say either so they're all like we're against the wall and this and that and we like building our factories all over the world and by and he you know they're not listening to him he's not listening to them so they are practically looking for an excuse to back out of the thing, and as lots of people are, to separate themselves from Trump in any way they can. So a few of them come out and go, yeah, we're going to leave this thing, we're going to leave this council, we're gonna leave, we'll show him, we're leaving the council. And so, of course, what does Trump up and do? Yeah, you can't leave. There is no council. There's no council I disband the whole council. And it reminded me of however many, eight, ten years, whatever, he's on The Apprentice Show, because that's what would happen in the boardroom, right? Someone would go in and go... <laughs> Yeah, you know what, Mr. Trump, I'm just not sure. About, oh, you're not sure? Okay, you're fired. There's no, I'm quitting. There's no, I'm not sure. There's no maybe. There's, you're fired. The whole thing is disbanded in typical Trump fashion. You can't leave my council. I disband the council. And I loved right. it. A very Trumpian thing to do. Now, I have to ask you, Everett, what's the business lesson in there for our listeners, the small business owner? Well, I think that business owners have to keep control of their world. And part of keeping control of your world is not allowing other people decisions about what's happening in your world. So when an employee comes and says, oh, well, huh, no, this and that, but that. Now, I mean, if there's a legitimate discussion to be had, then that's fine. I'm not saying that you have to be an asshole about your employees. But if you just have somebody who's just bitching and whining and, you know, it's too hot in here, it's too cold in here, the seat hurts my butt, uh, my keyboard isn't ergonomic, get it on. Look, I don't have the right fit for you. It's probably better if you go on. I mean, it's worth the unemployment payments, right? You have the insurance for a reason. If somebody makes a claim against it, then just let them take the unemployment. Who cares? You're better off paying a little extra when it comes time to renew your policy than you are keeping that toxic shit around. Same thing with customers and clients. 
One of the reasons I got out of the contracting world, Steve, is because once you've taken a job and you have taken a deposit and you have ordered and had delivered thousands of dollars worth of material, it is very difficult to fire a problem client. They can't do it, but they got to be a real problem because it costs the contractor some money. The contractor can't say, you know what, I'm not doing the job. Here's a refund of everything minus the materials I had shipped to your house. If they cancel the thing, they've got to take the materials back to the supply house. There's a restocking fee. have to give the money back. It's, it's a real pain in the ass. So that's one of the reasons I got out of the contracting business is because there's a certain level of non-control over your world in that business because once you've committed to a contract, you're kind of committed. I fire clients. I'm quick to fire clients. I, I mean, I, I have prospects who, if they take too long to make a decision, I tell them, look, I appreciate that you were considering me, but uh, at this point, it's probably better if we don't work together. I'm going to take my Yeah, it's just not a good fit. No hard feelings either way. We part as friends. It's not a good fit. And they always come back and say, well, why are you asking me that? You know, why is that? Why would you not want to do work? Why would you not want to do business? And the answer normally is because it's my experience that when somebody reaches out to contact me about doing a job and we talk about the job and I give them a proposal, you know, as far as the price and scope and everything, obviously it, it can take a day or two or three or a week to make a decision. That's fine. It's a big decision. You're, you're, you're committing to twenty or twenty-five or $30,000 worth of work. That's, that's not an insignificant uh, decision. So that's fine. But at some point, it becomes obvious to me that they really, at some point, it's like, look, you, you, the only reason you're delaying now is because you want to work with somebody else and you're having trouble getting on their schedule, or you can't really afford to work with me, but you will if you can't find somebody else at my level who will do it for less expensive or with somebody else who's a, an acceptable level. Whatever the problem is, the copy, the job, the work is never going to be right. We're just going to end up pissed off at each other, and I'm going to end up refunding your money and telling you to go away after I've spent 15 or 20 hours on the project and then I'm going to scrap it. I'd rather just avoid all that to begin with. So I keep control over my world and that's what Trump did. That's what Trump did when he fired the CEOs. Well, we don't like what you're doing. You didn't say this fast enough. You didn't say that fast enough. You didn't come out. You know what? Forget about it. We're, we're not going to have anything. You know what? Don't even worry about it. Go on. There's no counsel. And here's the part that they miss. Trump, and it's amazing to me how people don't understand this. This is another lesson for business owners. Little tidbit, but it amazes me how often people I was going to say, we're creeping un- into the advanced tip of the week, but I'll let you go a little bit. I, I have an idea <laughs> what you're going to say. It's getting very close to the advanced tip, but go ahead. It amazes me how often people don't understand that Trump does not forget a slight. He's written about it. He's talked about it. He's said it over the years. If you've read any of his books, if you've watched any interviews, if you've you've been involved with him at all, involved in studying him at all, you know that he remembers when somebody slights him. And all these CEOs, he's the president of the United States, now these CEOs, ah, we don't want to have anything to do with you because you didn't say this or that or the other thing quickly enough for our liking. I just, I, I mean, there's going to be a time when they have to deal with somebody in the executive branch. And my feeling is that that slight is not going to be forgotten. Another lesson for business owners about not forgetting when somebody slights you. There's an old saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I think that business owners need to keep control of their world, whether it's vendors, whether it's employees, whether it's clients, whoever's around you, you need to keep control of your world. 
You can't let other people take control by making demands, reasonable or unreasonable, by manipulating you, by becoming a victim so that you're going to try and make them feel better. You can't do any of that. You've got to be tough. It's a tough world, entrepreneurial world. It's and world, that is tough. the point. And again, we're creeping into the advanced tip, so I'm going to call it there because it's right to the point. See, on the president's council of whatever. You ridiculous losers. You lose. Anyway, that's it. And it's the same thing with your suppliers, your customers, your employees. When they separate from you, guess who loses? They do. You're not affected at all, and life goes on. So we mentioned the advanced tip, as always. Go to Lessons Learned from DonaldTrump.com. you got contact information for Everett, contact information for me. We get on the phone, we explain the advanced tip, and we help you apply it to immediate use and benefit in your business. And with that being said, we're going to bring to a close another edition of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. We'll be back with another after another earth-shaking week full of world-ending, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened and that everyone will forget a week later. Topics next time with another new episode. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.